We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Hello and welcome to the Stormdar Weather Podcast, episode 13. This is our Facebook Live edition. Facebook Live. Yes, we are live and we are recording now. And this is a really cool thing I think we're doing here. It is a really cool thing. We should have thought of about it last year when we first started this thing. Yeah. Well, you know, things need to evolve. We uh, Time, you know, we need to develop things. and True. And, true and things, technology changes. Technology that we have access to changes all the time with Facebook and podcasts and, you know. And they're always changing stuff. You have introduced me to so much of the video aspect. I'm I'm more the audio person. I... I do the music. I do all this kind of stuff. But what what you do is all the video, and I just... 15 years in television, live TV will do that to you. And I enjoy this because I'm I'm not in TV anymore. Yeah. So this is my creative output, you know. And you're on TV now. Sort of. I hope so. I don't know if we have any viewers or not, but you know, well, I, I people I are hope definitely so. uh, commenting here. Oh, good. So, uh, good, good. Well, thanks for joining us. Yeah, this is this is uh, again. This is episode thirteen. We've done thirteen of these things, and and we're gonna keep keep doing them. And for the podcast listeners, we didn't even introduce who we are today. Who are you? Oh, that's right. I am your host, Rando, and I am Corey. Yes, and we're doing this every week. So, if you every are a week. podcast listener, you probably know who we are, right? <laughs> or well, or a Stormdar fan, you know? Exactly. Well, let, let's talk about the big story. Uh, the big story, it wasn't really huge story, but we finally got some well-needed rain uh, across the entire area. Entire area got rain. Oklahoma got rain. Those fires got rain, which is very important. Good. We were talking about that. We oh, we needed that in western Oklahoma. In western Oklahoma. Perfect. Uh, yeah, it probably didn't contain the whole thing, but, but it did help the firefighters out. Good. They're still in a horrible, terrible drought out there. Uh, it, that's not going to help the drought conditions, you know. Uh, or even put a dent in it because they need, they're so behind on on rain. Mm-hmm. But uh, we have a our uh, Stormdar correspondent Billy Wade. He actually went out to Oklahoma to do some video and and, uh, and photography. And I'll have to post some of those pictures uh, when I get home tonight. They are oh, amazing. Awesome. They are amazing. Yeah, of, of the drought or of the the rain of or the, of the fires. He went the fire. to the fires. Wow. He documented the fires. He documented the firefighters fighting the fires. Did stories mm-hmm. on people. I'm going to have to post some stuff about that yeah, later. That's a dangerous job going out there. You really got to know what you're doing. You know, if, if you're a layman like me, you don't want to take a hose and go out and start battling a fire. It's, no. That's, no it's and just some people silly. have to do that in order to protect their their house out there. Oh, yeah. And uh, I heard the last count I had heard was they lost about 35,000 a head of cattle out there. And that's, oh, that's no. not good. You know, oh, hopefully man. they were insured. Oh, so, yeah. no. Fires fires are, are, are awful. Yeah, but now you were in Miami. I was in Miami over the weekend visiting family. We, it, you know, it, it's it was a nice soaking rain. Yeah, but uh, we didn't get as much as I as I thought we did. We only got about 
uh, eight tenths of an inch over there. Oh, really? Not even an inch? No, not even an inch. But um, over here, it at my uh, rain gauge outside of my office at Cox Branson, mm-hmm. I had one point five. And what did you have over here? Uh, one point three. Yeah, so definitely yeah. picked up a little bit over and here. And this was a weird system too. I mean, it, it was it was kind of cut off from the main flow. You sometimes these cut off lows. Uh, pack a punch this one was just kind of kind of meandering around so it just kind of went through oklahoma and then it kind of went into fayetteville i posted one video i uh radar loop and it it was just spinning right over fayetteville it was really cool it was pretty cool i watched it uh spin on the oklahoma kansas border heading east and it was very pronounced it was very Mm -hmm. it was a pretty cool radar uh, feature on there it was something neat to see and i was wondering at at first because everybody was saying we're going to inch to an inch and a half and stuff in the entire day on was it sunday i yeah. guess or yeah. saturday whatever day is but it hardly it just sprinkled here and there and i thought really it's, it's not going to get anything but then overnight yep. that thing filled in and i and i i was reading the discussions and stuff they they were talking about an 850 millibar low level jet now, when we when we talk about millibars, this is a really quick lesson. I don't want to bore people, but if you imagine the surface of the Earth is a thousand millibars, and it's measured in pressure. So if you go up, the higher you go up, the lower the number. So 850 millibars is probably about 5,000, 7,000 feet above the surface. Then you go down to 500 millibars. So you know it's like gravity. The further up you go, the less weight of the air, thus the millibars will go down. That's how that works. And the clouds were really neat. Even oh, those were cool. I took some pictures in Oklahoma of the cool-looking clouds, and I followed those clouds all the way back to Missouri on Sunday. Mm-hmm. It, it almost had a tropical look to it, a tropical feel, and even the range had a tropical feel to it. Yeah, it was just kind of that that showery right. type of tropical stuff that Definitely. we were doing. I mean, we didn't have any thunder or lightning. Nope. I mean, there was nothing that way. Down in southern Oklahoma, they had lightning all day on Saturday. Oh, really? We didn't have any up here. Oh, no kidding. So, yep. Yeah, well, and, and the good thing is I checked the models. It does not look like we're going to see uh, the sub-freezing temperatures anymore. Yeah. Yeah, no sub-freezing temperatures, and, and I don't see any severe weather in the immediate future either. No, but, 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 now wait a minute. I checked GFS this morning. Now, of course, everybody knows how much we rely on the longer-range models. They're, yeah, yeah we know. don't. Yeah, you can't put a lot of faith in them, and they will change. But there's been kind of a consistent pattern around May 3rd. Yeah, the GFS is kind of wanting to bring something up. Now, we'll see if that sticks. Well, May 3rd, that's a... Uh, yeah, May is... It, we're, in, we're in the ripe tornado That's season. a ripe week for tornadoes. Yeah, I think May 24th or 25th is the... If you want to take an all-out peak day, would be around May, the third week of May. May 3rd, 1999. More tornado. Oh, oh, that. Oh, it was a big one. And that was May 3rd? Yeah, May 3rd of 1999. Oh. Of course, they've had two or three after since then, too. But Oh, my gosh. I got to sit. For what, what y'all didn't see, and I got to tell people this, I spilt my entire Dr. Pepper on the floor a while ago. I haven't spilled mine yet, but it's probably coming. No. Well, like I said, if it does spill, just get it off the ping pong table. I can get it off the floor. That's really easy. <laughs> right. We're just normal people, too, you know? It happens. Yeah. So so the good thing is uh, the GFS and the CMC, uh, all the all the global models, uh, that cold, we, we thought last week that cold bubble was moving back up north, and it, it looks like it's going to be doing that. So I think we're in the cool for no more snow. I mean, it is April 22nd, isn't it? I mean, come on. 
Oh, I know. Or 23rd. 23rd. It's, it's later on in it's April, a, and we're almost to May. Yeah, and, it, and it's been cool, too. I mean, it we has. should be around 70s in the 70s now. It was nice out today, but it's still cooler than what it should be. Yeah, and tomorrow's going to be 73, I think, is the forecast for Branson. And yeah. Miami Branson, that's kind of, you know, you can kind of... Yeah, say about much. the same thing there. And the rain will be moving out. This this thing, like I said, this low was just meandering, and it's still it's it's probably over the boot hill now. This is two days. This thing wow. is taking its sweet time, just getting out of the way. Wow, it's nothing. So okay, well here's the cool thing with this podcast that we're going to do. We are going to take your questions later on. So if you've got questions, weather questions, anything about what we do, anything about the weather. Keep them in mind, and then we're going to uh, uh, take a little break, and then we're going to take your questions. So uh, don't, don't don't give them to us right now. We're going to continue with the podcast, but but uh, we will let you know, and we're gonna and we'll answer your questions. It can be anything. We don't care. Anything. Yeah. What if, is, we, if we have to Google it, we will. Yeah, we got two computers sitting here. <laughs> but you know, one thing we did last week, uh, people were talking about hummingbirds. You posted a really cool hummingbird thing. And, uh, and I remember uh, last week I said that my mother records everything. She is a master mm-hmm. recorder. And I want, let me pull that up uh, if I can find it there. No, that's not it. Where's it at? I just had it a while ago. I know where to find it. Well, I posted that picture. It was from Jasper, Arkansas. It was the first day they saw a hummingbird down at one of my favorite restaurants down there. They have a huge deck with a bunch of hummingbird feeders. And they posted theirs. And about the same day as when they arrived in Branson, Kimberling City, all around this area, people were posting that, hey, I have a hummingbird and some hummingbirds too. I have two. I have three. Yeah. Uh, by now, they're probably, you know, about in place. And they know when they, they know when that freezing weather is over right yeah and I, I think that's a great a great way to forecast the weather i mean animals tend to know these kind of things right. okay i found it all right so uh last year 2017 my mother has uh april 13th the first wren she saw the first wren yeah mm-hmm. i don't see hummingbird on here uh let's see 2016 april 15th was the first wren uh, in 2015, April 9th was the first wren. So, I mean, it's, the wrens are kind of showing up, you know, around the second week of April or whatever. But the hummingbirds, okay, in 2016, the first hummingbird my mother saw was on the 28th of April. Really? That's a little bit later. That is later. Yeah. On, and in 2015, she saw the first one on the 21st of April. In 2014, uh, she saw the first one on the 24th of April. And I can just keep going back. I mean, my mother's, like I said, a great record keeper here. Um, oh, and she even has 2013, one inch of snow on May 3rd. <laughs> remember that one? I do remember. I, I videoed that, actually. Oh, somewhere. yes. Yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy. I know. We're not going to have that this year, are we? No. Oh, I, I don't think so. I don't think we're going to I did see that. a cool news story about pelicans. Yeah. And the pelicans are, are making their trek back to the north. Uh, and uh, they actually stopped in Missouri. Near Mexico, Missouri, there's a lake. Okay. And normally they're gone by now. But the uh, profe- the uh, pelican professionals, whoever they may be, <laughs> Department of uh, the Missouri Department of Conservation. Yeah, yeah. They say that those pelicans are stopping, waiting on the weather to get better up north. They're, they're taking a longer vacation than normal. In Missouri. Huh. So I thought that was pretty neat. Well, they just had a blizzard up there. They sure did. I mean, they probably Wisconsin. still got snow on the grill now. I'm yeah. sure they do. 
you know, I had 15 to 20 inches in some parts of Wisconsin. So, God, I mean, all the all the TV people are standing out there. Well, we're, we think we got nine inches. I'm like, right. I'm glad it's up there because it's not here. Yep. For sure. <laughs> well, I tell you what, let, why don't we do our special segment? Okay, let's do it. All right. It's the weather word of the week. There. Still loving that jingle. It's not me, by the way. Not me. No, it's me. And like like I said, my musician friends, it's Melodyne. I some people say I sing. I'm not a singer. I I I I'd rather just play piano and, and call it good. Right. Okay, so the weather word, Stormed Our Weather Word of the Week this week is derecho derecho and there's three ways to pronounce this word but we're going with derecho 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 i always say derecho some people say derecho it's mexican or mexican spanish Spanish. yeah derecho derecho yeah Yeah. our spanish spanish followers out there you know how do you pronounce it because uh you know and i looked on on uh wikipedia and some other sites too and they were saying derecho and i thought that doesn't seem right so but we're in the Ozarks. We're in the hillbillies. So were they Latin? Uh, I don't know. I'll say derecho. Interesting. Interesting. So the definition derived from the Spanish word in an adjective form, meaning straight or direct. Derechos are a widespread, long-lived, straight-line windstorm that is associated with a land-based, fast-moving group of severe thunderstorms. They usually occur mostly in the summer, especially during June, July, and August in the northern hemisphere. An interesting fact, sometimes wind in a derecho can exceed 100 miles an hour. Crazy. Well, hurricane force is... Yeah. Seven, wait 75? Se- yeah, 76. 74, 75. So that, that's like a Cat 2, Cat 3 you know, storm. And I've seen those derechos. One of, the most famous one started up in, I think it was Iowa or Minnesota, and that thing held on and went, if you can imagine this, from upper Midwest all the way down to the Carolinas. And it just roared. Unreal. That is amazing to me that a storm that intense can hang on that long. Joplin had one. Uh, it was in 2009, I believe. Mm-hmm. Knocked the uh, KSNF tower. Ooh. It collapsed. Fell on some houses. Fell on the building. Uh, there was a tower crew there working on it. So they kind of knew that it may be coming down because they knew that wind was coming. Oh, man. So they were able to evacuate the building underneath, the station underneath, and the homes. So nobody got hurt, amazingly enough, Good. On, on that occurrence. They were off the air forever, and now they have a brand new state-of-the-art station. Well, but, uh, some good did come was, out of it, though. That was, And we, it, it, it ended up moving through Branson about... 7 30 or 8 o'clock in the morning we got tons of rain that morning oh oh yeah 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 yeah. okay i remember that yeah and sometimes the national weather service the really weird thing uh because it, it there, there's no tornadoes in it it is not a twisting wind but the but winds are issue. So, yeah they'll issue a tornado warning yeah. because of the devastation of this is you know 80 90 100 plus mile sometimes an hour they'll, 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 they'll word it a little differently a tornado warning due to you know, possible rotation and straight line winds. They'll put straight line winds in the warning too. Yeah, yeah, which is neat. Because usually a, a sixty mile an hour wind gust just constitutes a severe thunderstorm. Correct. Warning. But when you get destructive winds like that, yeah, it, it, which I think is smart. People need to be taking cover definitely during I think, those. I think it's very smart. Yeah, definitely. Okay, you got anything else? Four questions. Uh, 
Are we going to do some questions, some Facebook questions? I, I think we are. Do you see any? I don't anything? see any on here. Does anybody have any Facebook questions about weather? I don't care where you are, who you are, or what these questions are. If you guys have any questions, uh, we do have some questions here. We can go ahead and... Okay. And, and that, that, Megan wants to know, uh, when she was young, she experienced storms like you know, we all have. Uh, but now, 30 years later, she, she sings... Uh, the undulating clouds and and she sings uh, mammoth clouds, which they're mm-hmm. pretty cool. Yeah, the kind of puffy cotton looking type clouds associated usually associated associated with severe weather. <laughs> right, but uh, thunderstorms. Yeah, why why are storms getting so much more volatile? What do you think? Well, my opinion is uh, we all know the Earth is uh, the atmosphere. We are warming, and what that's going to do whenever you have heat, you've got energy. And when yeah. you have more energy, you've got more intense storms, hurricanes, typhoons, all sorts of things like that that you're going to have. I agree. I agree. And you know what else I think? I think more awareness. People are more aware now, it seems like, to me. Very much. With, with the apps and with, with the information that they have. You know, back when I was a kid, you couldn't just pull up a radar out of your pocket. Right. So people are more aware. They know when to look up. They have Stormdar. Uh-huh. Of course. <laughs> And the cool-looking clouds. I mean, the the undulating clouds. I, I'm assuming you're you're talking about the undulatus asperitus clouds, which is those really cool, well-defined clouds that are harmless, but they look yeah. really cool. And like you said, the mammatus clouds are those those low-hanging. Uh, they're actually up in the atmosphere, but they kind of hang down when when you have a severe thunderstorm, and that's the uh, kind of a signal that there's severe weather. And they vote they've been around, but it's probably a little bit more prevalent now and as always if you see some cool clouds and if it's safe take a picture and send it to us or video oh yeah hey take a time lapse you know we, we i love time lapse we do we love time lapse uh josh keller he wants to know josh, yeah um when's the sun coming back <laughs> okay according to everything i've seen the storm or the storm the sun should be coming back tomorrow it, it kind of peaked out today a little bit kind, yeah, kind of knocking on the cloud saying hello i'm here you know uh, but like we said, this this storm system, this really slow-moving storm system, is finally moving out. So the clouds are going to start clearing out tonight. We'll still have some clouds tomorrow, but tomorrow's probably going to be a really good sunshine day. But don't get used to it. All right. Now we have another question here. What is a sun pillar? We were kind of talking about pillar. That. That's what it is. The yeah. sun. The sun pillar. It's. A, you want to take it, or you want me to? You can go ahead. Uh, it, it's a little different than a sun dog. A sun dog uh, is. Uh, like a little small patch of a rainbow uh, on the side of this, uh, the right or left of the sun, or both sometimes, and that is uh, caused from uh, cirrostratus clouds. Uh, you got The sun's got to be at the right angle, and it's got to be that little patch there. Now, a sun pillar, that's what I was trying yeah. while ago. That's what Logan said. Um, a sun pillar is more of an, an elongated. It's not just a small area. You can see it. It, it looks like a column. That's why I was saying a column. And it it's just to the right or the left of the sun. Again, it has to be in that same, uh, you know, position. I think it's 22 and point something degrees. It's right there. And <clears throat> and when, when you see it, it's not one spot. It looks like a big column, like a, a pillar. And it's orangish and red. It's really cool. I do believe that was a Logan question. I think he's gone incognito and made up a, a new uh, name on here. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Seems to be because, because he he loves this desk and has had uh, many good times with this desk. So I I assume oh, that's I bet who that's that, Logan. Then. I assume that's who that is. <laughs> I love it. 
And he also said, what is the sun pillar? So, you know, mm-hmm. since he's the one who took that picture. Yes. <laughs> um, now, some people have called, or not called us, but they've uh, messaged us about, uh, they have heard that we could have a bad year for tornadoes this year. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? I haven't seen any true signals that that's going to happen. We're mid-April, and we haven't hardly had any. We had that one night of some scary weather. The Friday the 13th. Yeah. Friday the 13th. Yeah. But other I, than that, we haven't had too many episodes it's yet. It's just too cool right now. It is. I mean, I mean, in order to get a good thunderstorm going, you've got to have, uh, well, three things. Everybody knows you got to have uh, heat or energy. So at least 75 degrees. 80 degrees would be a lot better. You've got to have strong Gulf moisture streaming in. Now, this was the classic setup on the Friday the 13th. True, very true. Uh, a low-pressure out in Kansas or whatever and a dry line, which divides the the uh, moist air from the very dry air, and all that kind of clashes with the strong cold front. So, But, it, it you know, if we're hanging out in the 50s and 60s, you can still get severe weather if the dynamics are strong enough. True. But, you know, we we got to get up in the upper 70s for anything. To we really need some instability is what we need, you know? Yeah, instability, moisture. And that's where the moisture from the Gulf comes in. True. Now, we had lots of moisture this past, but we had no instability on, on this past oh, weekend. Oh, yeah, nothing. Yeah, that low was just there. I mean, it ha- it has to be, you have to be right in that point. Like, the, the best place to be uh, for severe weather, if you have a strong so- storm system, is the southeast quadrant of that because you got the warm front coming up, which what ha- what's happened on Thursday when the temperatures soared in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Then you got in the, the the 80s also brought that Gulf moisture in. Right. Again, it's a classic situation. And then you had the dry line and that cold front come through and smack, and that's what sparked all that severe weather. Pretty cool. But we yep. needed a nice soaking rain, didn't we? We did. For sure. We do need to stay on top of this because we don't want another drought situation coming up. Well, I wish we had control over that, but we don't. No. Um, Marilyn asks, is it true that the sky turns green before a tornado? And the answer to that is it can. It can. But it doesn't necessarily but it de- mean. It depends. Yeah. And, and what happens is, I, I was just reading up on this to get to get this right, but what happens is that it's how the light scatters. So uh, our eyes, like if you look up in the sky, the sky is blue. Well, all areas of light are there, but mm-hmm. the way the light is scattered, our eyes are per- perceived and pick up more of the blue. Now, what happens in, uh, I think one explanation I saw when you get these severe thunderstorms uh if you're in the right spot, okay, you know, okay, pretend like at sunset, everything is red, kind of red and pink and, and all that kind of thing. Well, then you get how they say that that's the way the light is scattered within the raindrops that combines red and blue and something, and it causes this green tint. Yeah. And that's what I read, but I always heard it was more associated with hail than Anything. I've also heard that too, like refraction mm-hmm. and every uh, the way the light comes in refracts and and I guess scatters and that I've heard ions in the air when you have lower pressure the ions get I've heard all that um, I I think it's probably more the light scatter. I always say going green because that's a, what they say in the movie Twister. Yeah, going green, going green, and like we said, every time you see a green sky, it does not mean that a tornado is coming and it, you know and it the sky does not always turn green when a tornado no. is coming. So no. don't but, rely on that. But it. I would, you know, keep an eye on the weather if that does happen. Oh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> Tune in to Stormdar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we talked about this one a little earlier. Is it safe to put out the plants now? I hope so. 
Yeah, I, 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 I think it is. If the models are correct, then again, we're getting into the end of April now. So our last freeze, average of last frost and freeze has passed mm -hmm. and models are showing that cold bubble. I would, I don't see anything on the horizon uh, that would indicate any danger to plants. So yeah. I'd say, I mean, you, you've already planted, right? Yeah. Well, a few things, not everything, but yeah, enough to, I'm not worried about it anymore. Oh, good. And if, well, I'll go out and cover it up if I have to, but it, yeah, it, it's, uh, we're almost in May here. I know. I, we're, we're not going to get a May snow. I just, so no. I don't think anybody and should even if we do, that, it wasn't that cold that day we got that May snow. I mean, it, oh yeah, all the grass was green and everything was growing and we had snow falling, but it's fine. We're good to go. It dipped down and then, you know, like went we said, up. went right back up yep. and it just went away. That's my kind of snow. All right. Well, get any more questions on the thing? I think we're done with the questions. Well, good. So, you know, I mean, we're not just stopping right now. We're, I mean, we're going to probably wind up the podcast, but it, again, if you have any questions, just email us, uh, message us. I mean, we get messages uh, all the time. Oh, and this is, this is the other thing. When we're in severe, we call it severe mode. We can't say storm mode because that's copyrighted from, what is it, KOLR or somebody goes in the storm. We're in it severe mode. Yeah. Here, um, uh, we try to get all your questions and all your uh, answer, all your all your you know, questions, what about this? What about that? But, but sometimes, yeah, we miss a lot. We do. Cause we're, we're busy tracking something and just yeah. posting as fast as and we can. And we try to go back and read everything, but we get nailed sometimes with questions and comments mm -hmm. and it's great. I love that. Oh, we I love it. it. Yeah. We love it. We're, we're also just two people and we're, you know, trying to get everything in order mm -hmm. to post, you know, for the warnings and, and, and damage reports. Yeah. And, and sometimes you're, um, uh, your question may be answered in about five minutes if we see sure. something coming, you know, and we always try to list the towns and especially let tornado warning for Taney County. It was for Southeast Taney County. And yeah. we always say, you know, and show you a visual that it's not for Branson. Yeah. Or that particular. We will program. say if there's a tornado warning in Branson or for Taney County, we will tell you in that warning if it's for Branson or not. Yes. Always. We and, always do. And a lot of times in all caps. True, we don't very true, at the top out. of the post. <laughs> or go live like you made me go live the other night. I'm For like, sure. oh, no. There's People like when you go live during severe weather. It's just a thing. I mean, now that we have fast internet in the Stormdar basement here, yeah. uh, it makes a difference. The media center. The, yeah. the Stormdar media center. <laughs> it's getting there. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, we're doing that. Okay, well, you want to wrap up this, this edition here? Uh, something else? No, I'm good. Do you want to wrap it up? Are we done? Uh, I think for now we're done. All we, right. So we'll wind down the podcast and then talk to the listeners. All right. So be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather, which a lot of you are already here. <laughs> like our page and be sure to comment on our posts to have them show up in your news feed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com. So join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast.